as seen by sick minds, an insult to German womanhood, crazy at any price. This is what the Nazis wrote on the walls of the Degenerate Art Exhibit in 1937, the Nazis First Expressionism, PBS, 1993. This is what they thought of the expressionist art they put in the show. Degenerate Art was an exhibition created by the Third Reich, but this wasn't like any normal exhibition where the art and display is admired. Here, the art was abhorred. The original show had over 650 paintings, sculptures, prints, and drawings that had been looted from museums all over Germany by the Nazis. Stephen Provisor, Jewish Advocate, 1993. This was one of the world's most widely viewed art exhibitions with over 3 million people going to see the show in the four plus years that it toured Germany and Austria, according to The Nazis vs. Expressionism, a PBS documentary from 1993. The Nazis did not care about how the art looked in the gallery. In fact, they did everything they could to make the art look bad, including hanging some of the art upside down and crooked, poorly lighting the art, and they even had graffiti all over the walls ridiculing the art. Peter Gunter, who was 17 when he saw the exhibit, said the rooms had a claustrophobic effect. The Nazis vs. Expressionism, PBS, 1993. I chose this topic because I had learned about it in an art appreciation class that I took last year. I thought it was interesting and wanted to learn more about it. This is the only time in history where an art exhibit had been put on ridiculing the art in the show. The people who lived during this time, or group of parents who did, are probably aware of this exhibit. But my generation did not grow up learning about this. So I wanted to share this with all of you. Through this podcast, I hope I can broaden people's knowledge of art history and the importance of the artist in the Degenerate Art Exhibit. In this podcast, I will be talking about what the Degenerate Art Exhibit was and why Hitler chose the art he did, who the artists showcased in the exhibit are, and the impact they had on the art world. I will also be talking about the museum Hitler built and the kind of artwork he had there and why he chose that art. First, we must look at the word degenerate and how it was used in Germany at the time. To call someone a degenerate meant they deviated from the norm in some way. This norm was Aryan. Anyone who didn't look or act a certain way was a degenerate. Expressionism was a deviation from the norm and therefore was degenerate. The popular art at the time and the art that Hitler made was based in realism. They painted what they saw. Expressionism is all about painting the world underneath that, about showing the truer side of human nature. It was abstract and filled with grotesque people and bright colors. Hitler and the Nazis believed this art was the works of people who were out to destroy German culture. The Nazis vs. Expressionism, PBS, 1993. In reality, he wasn't talking about German culture, but rather an idea of a pure society where there was no underworld of pain and pleasure. The Expressionists embraced this term early on, and one of the artists in the show, Oskar Kokoschka, actually made a self-portrait titled The Degenerate Artist, The Nazis vs. Expressionism, PBS, 1993. At the beginning of the 20th century, Berlin was the center for art, and people from all over the world gathered there to witness a new era. Expressionism and abstraction were growing more and more popular, and many museums in Germany were using public funds to buy this contemporary art. One, once Hitler came to power, all of this came to an end. He used all the people that deviated from the norm as a scapegoat and blamed them and their Jewish intellectualism for the downfall of Germany. In his own kind of cultural revolution, he burned, sometimes literally, any form of modernism. He burned books from mo modernist authors, banned modernist films and music, he shut down the Bauhaus and the modern wing of the Vienna Art Museum, 
and he fired a lot of museum directors. The art that was in the exhibit he had confiscated from those museums. In total, the Nazis confiscated almost 16,000 artworks, according to an article written in 1991 by William Wilson from the Los Angeles Times. The artists in the exhibition included Oskar Kokoschka, Ernst Linwood Kirschner, Emil Nold, Wassily Kandinsky, and many more. Emil Nold had the most amount of paintings in the show, a total of 27, and what is interesting about Nold is he had joined the Nazi party early on and was a true believer, but the Nazis turned on him all the same, because he was an expressionist. Of all 112 artists featured in the exhibit, only six were Jewish. This didn't really matter to Hitler. He wasn't seeking out Jewish artists. He was just looking for anyone who painted and represented all the things he hated about the world. In the PBS documentary, one of the people that had seen the original exhibition said that the terms insane, Jewish, and Bolshevik, which means a member of the majority faction of the Russian Social Democratic Party, were interchangeable, and anyone who displayed degeneracy, according to the Nazis, could be called any of these things. After the show ended in 1939, Anything that Hitler didn't burn, he sold in an auction that, to fund the Third Reich. German Expressionism grew from French Impressionism. The German Expressionists used the bright colors and abstraction of Impressionism, but did away with the rules and bourgeoisie that was associated with Impressionism. Expressionism can be traced back to a group called Die Brücke, or The Bridge, started by some of the artists that would later be in The Degenerate Show. These artists include Fritz Bell, Eric Heckel, Ernst Ludwig Kirchner, and Carl Schmidt Rotloff. Emil Nold would join the group later. Christopher Knight, Los Angeles Times, 2014. The bridge turned to the past for inspiration. They revived the, the woodcut technique of medieval southern Germany and stood transfixed by the African art in the Dresden Ethnographic Museum. William Wilson, Los Angeles Times, 1990. Wilson also said they wanted a future that brought back primitive emotion and the metaphysics of nature. A lot of Expressionist artists fought in World War I, and it changed them and their art forever. According to the MoMA, the Museum of Modern Art, many Expressionists were in favor of the war. They believed, quote, it would lead to the overthrow of middle-class society and its pervasive materialism and cultural restrictions. But the horrors of the war destroyed the optimism that filled Expressionism before World War I. One of these artists was Ernst Ludwig Kirchner. He voluntarily joined the army and served in the ambulance corps. He didn't serve for very long because soon after he joined, he suffered a mental breakdown and was discharged. After the war, he was never the same and eventually led to his suicide. The Nazis vs. Expressionism, PBS, 1993. This is, unfortunately, the story of many of the Expressionist artists at the time. During the time of Hitler, many artists, Expressionists or not, fled Germany and went into hiding. Some even burned their own artwork. In the PBS documentary, Conrad Felix Mueller's son talks about burning his father's work and making sure there wasn't a lot of smoke coming out of the chimney, so it didn't look like he was burning paper. He says he knew what happened to people taken to concentration camps. He knew about the camps, and he did everything to avoid them. He had two sons, a family. He didn't want to die. You love your paintings like children, but security first. The Nazis vs. Expressionism, PBS, 1993. As Jack Fischel from the Jewish News says, Hitler's obsession with the arts is the key to understanding his political ideology. Hitler believed that the late 19th century age of Romanticism represented the apex of European culture, 
and anything that went against that was degenerate. Hitler's own art followed this aesthetic. It was all based in realism, and he maintained that all true art was art that tried to imitate the natural world. When he, when he was young, he even applied to the Academy of Fine Arts in Vienna twice, and was rejected twice. He later turned to war for the validation he was looking for. The first public building that Hitler built was the House of German Art, a huge, grandiose museum with marble floors and incredibly tall ceilings. It opened on July 18, 1937, right across the street from the Generate Art exhibit. The art critic Robert Hughes says, One of the things that made the propaganda work was the spectacle of the other, which is exactly what Hitler was doing, placing his museum right across the street from the Generate Art exhibit, as if saying, Here's what you're supposed to hate, and here's what you're supposed to be. The artwork displayed in the House of German Art was all very classical. Most of the art had influences of Greek culture and depicted strong, muscled men that some could call homoerotic, and women were always depicted either in the nude or as devoted mothers. I think, as an artist, it is especially important to learn about this history. It reminds us of the importance of art and culture and the impact that it can have on the world. Expressionism opened up a new world, just like every other art movement. It rejected the past and tried to depict the ideas and feelings that were taboo and had never seen before.